0: Welcome to my podcast, How To Parent Peacefully. Join me, Pamela Query, Certified Hand-in-Hand Parenting Instructor, as I share with you the secrets to parenting with connection, not control. If you're ready to enjoy raising your children by creating a peaceful home where kids want to cooperate and you keep your cool, you're in the right place you'll be inspired to create a peaceful and playful home without resorting to threats or bribes so that you can create lifelong connected relationships with your kids and support them to be happy, confident and peaceful. Welcome dear parents to episode 69 of How to Parent Peacefully. And this episode is all about helping our children with frustration. So I have a question from a parent and she says, I was wondering if you would be willing to do a podcast episode around kids and frustration. S aged seven, her daughter gets easily frustrated with the simplest of things these days. She rages, throws things, shouts and pounds her fists. And I understand that frustration is a normal emotion and that she definitely has a bit of a backlog, but how do we handle explosive tantrums in older kids so they don't feel shamed and hopefully find more adaptive ways to process their feelings? And I love love what this parent says then. She says, I'm worried that I've raised a self-absorbed tyrant who will never learn to regulate, and I'm sure everybody can relate with that. It's like, what am I raising here? And that's when all the doubts and all the worries start to creep in. So I am here to reassure you, you are not raising a tyrant. But let's break down what's happening uh, and what we can do about it, okay? So frustration, and I think this will ring true with so many parents. Frustration is so hard to be with. It is so hard. You are not the only one. Uh, we can often feel really alone with how we're feeling. I'm the only parent who can't navigate my child's frustration. I'm here to tell you that it is so difficult to be with. For me, it's one of the most difficult emotions to be with in my children. Uh, when my daughter gets frustrated, I find myself getting extremely irritated, extremely quickly. I'm completely calm, everything's fine, the day is going well, she starts to get frustrated, she breaks her pencil, throws, the. she's drawing something, she throws it across the room. And I am there. I'm there with her straight away, within a split second. I am in her frustration. I am getting frustrated alongside her, and it's not helpful. It's not helpful in any way. So I'm super frustrated with her frustration. So, um, so let's. So that's just a little bit of reassurance that it's really hard, and you're not the only one who finds it hard. Um, so let's now go into it a little bit more, and I'm going to break down what's happening and um, for us what's happening for our kids and how we might be able to help let's start with our children when they're frustrated except for a seven-year-old life is super frustrating and around this age children are growing up but they're not quite capable they still need a lot of help with things the world is built for adults uh, our children they're you know they're learning how to be human from scratch you know it's a really big deal It's a really steep learning curve, you know, Um, and I think we often underestimate like how hard it is to figure out the world and to figure out not only all these physical, you know, how to these physical ways that children have to learn but also how to learn all the social things and the communication and what's going on with our parents sometimes they're super calm sometimes they're frustrated like what's going on with all these emotions so they're trying to figure out their emotional world as well as their physical world as well and that's a lot it's a lot to take in especially when often us adults and I'll speak for myself I won't speak for anybody else but often us adults are struggling with our own to figure out our own emotional world as well so um we don't have it figured out and often we we expect our children to have it figured out I expect my children to have this all figured out when I haven't figured it out yet myself so it is a steep learning curve for them it's a steep learning curve for us as well learning to support them with that so in this world our children often feel powerless too that you know adults hold all the power we're always telling children what to do how to do it there's very little room for them to discover things themselves, for them to do things in their own time. Uh, And you know they often feel like they don't have a lot of agency, a lot of autonomy. So that's really frustrating as well. So that all adds into the frustration that children feel. So when a child can't do something, I think it's important as well, just to think about what the situation is and whether the, the situation, the frustration might be arising from whatever it is they're trying to do or trying to figure out. But it also might be, and and the parent recognizes this in her question, that it might be this backlog of all the other times it was frustrating and they couldn't work something out. So let's take an example of, you know, my daughter doing her art, because there's often times that she can sit really patiently and draw for a long time and be really satisfied with it. And everything seems to flow and everything seems to go well and yet there's these other times whenever nothing goes well everything is wrong and she just sees the negative in all of it and she gets really frustrated really quickly so i often think it's she's bringing to it um whatever is going on for her emotionally so maybe she's had a hard day maybe she's tired there's this backlog of other times that she's been frustrated so i think there's often this it's not just about the present moment it's so often about um the other the other stuff that we bring the stresses and strains of being a child and feeling powerless and feeling frustrated and other times when she wasn't able to do whatever it was or maybe just that she's had an argument with a friend or she's had a hard time and with whatever she was doing that day so I think it's really important to notice what's happening in the moment and also just having that awareness that there's other stuff going on that, that's, that is relevant and that is clouding your child's ability to be present and to, to focus and to, for things to go well and for them to actually step up and try to do this thing that is challenging. Um, and you can tune into that and notice, is this in the moment? Is this old stuff? and it's probably a combination of the two things it could be that they're learning maybe to play an instrument and it is really challenging it's really challenging to learn something new and you keep trying and you keep making the same mistake so I mean that can very much be in the moment This is super hard uh but then we bring we always bring there's always other stuff as well there's always that old stuff that comes in as well uh that's as soon as we feel a little bit incapable or a little bit you know we can't do this we start to feel bad about ourselves and then we're reminded of all the times that we felt bad about ourselves and that all piles in on top and then it becomes this big messy pot of frustration and um we don't know what to do with it. we don't know how to process it so that's exactly that's exactly what's going on for our children so then what does a child need like what's going to what's going to help most and what I'm going to talk about, of course, is, is the ideal, you know, and in an the, in the ideal world, and it often isn't available to us as parents. Like we're only human. We've got our, all our own stresses and strains and frustrations and worries to deal with from that day and from past times as well. Um, but let's say in an ideal world, what does a frustrated child need? And I think what a frustrated child needs is in that moment is they need a parent or someone with them who really believes in them, who can really hold this idea that they can get over this challenge, that they are capable, that they have the skills to figure this out and that they can make progress and work towards figuring it out. If it's something that is particularly challenging, like learning a musical instrument or something that if they can't, they don't have the skills right now, that they can make progress and they can work towards figuring it out. So what they need from us in that moment is they need us to be present and emotionally available to listen to their upset and for us to trust that that listening is going to help them through. OK, that, that's what they need most is our listening. And we can only listen. We can only listen to our children when we're feeling really calm and grounded and um, well regulated ourselves, because what's going on for our children when we're when whenever they are stuck in frustration, they can't think. Okay, their thinking brain goes off, offline. They're overcome with these feelings of frustration. And they can't think. So everything goes from bad to worse. So it's like this house of cards all falling down. You know, they start off just not being able to do something. And then their thinking brain goes offline and they can't make any decisions. They can't get back on track. They're stuck in this frustration and it's going round and round. And then they often take it out on you and they start telling you the worst parent in the world because you're the nearest target and they feel emotionally safe with you. So they're just going to dump all their frustration on you which can be really, really difficult. And that's whenever we can start telling ourselves, oh my goodness, my child is going to grow up to be this awful human being that nobody wants to be around. It's going to be really disrespectful and treat people around them terribly. But look, you can really trust that um, all that's happening here is your child, they're learning to regulate their emotions, right? And they need your help. And they've gone off track in this moment. It doesn't mean that that's going to be, you know, a pattern that they're going to repeat for their whole lives. And in fact, it's really helpful that they if they can frustrate, if they can process their frustration in the moment now that they're not going to carry it forward into their future lives that they're going to be they're going to learn the skills that they need to regulate and to manage it themselves as they get older but right now they need your help so it can be really helpful just to try and stay in the present moment and think about what your child really needs in that present moment without catastrophizing and thinking like you know fast forwarding 10 20 years down the line as to what type of person they're going to be that's happening in the moment is is, is this is a small child who needs a little bit of help and you can do that you can help them by staying present by staying available by listening to them that is enough so what they need from you as their parent or as their caregiver is for you to believe in them to believe in their ability to get through this moment and also what's going to help them to get through this moment is for you to lend them your calm thinking brain. So whenever your thinking brain is online, you can lend them that. And that's what co-regulation is, is when you lend your child your calm brain, because their calm brain, their thinking brain has gone out the window, they don't have access to it. So you're coming into the situation, you're getting in close, and you are lending them your thinking brain. Whenever you lend them your thinking brain, they can come back to themselves and get their own thinking brain back online. And, um and start to use that. And as they get older, they'll be able to have more access to be able to do that themselves and more quickly, more easily, you've shown them how to do it. So you're really modeling this to them. So the more you can model that, stay in hold of your right mind and your thinking brain, then um, the more your child is gonna be able to do that for themselves as well. Sounds easy. Yeah. But I know that this is exceptionally hard for us as parents to do this. Um so let's look at that next like why is it so hard well you know we've already talked about this we have our own backlog of feelings about you know just as our children do we have our own emotional backpack and our own feelings about not being capable enough um and you know have a moment to think now but there probably wasn't anyone back when you were a child to help you with your frustration Or worse, you know, so maybe you had to deal with it on your own or worse still, maybe you were outwardly punished or shamed for times when you were frustrated or shamed or punished for times when you weren't able to do something. Um, And, you know, the only option probably that you had available was to tuck that frustration inside, to push it down, to file it away inside your body and hold on to it and put it out of sight and just carry on as best as possible so so that's all sitting there still uh, in your emotional backpack um and now here here you are in front of your child uh, who is reminding you of earlier times when you were feeling unsupported and upset and anxious and incapable and of course this is reminding when i say your child you know our children often remind us of uh these difficult things that happened to us when we were children but this is all in our implicit memory so we mightn't explicitly recall those situations we might do but it's more of a on an emotional level on an implicit level that we're in close emotional relationship with our child and they reflect back to us and these these old feelings pop up these old memories these old emotional memories pop up and take us over and we aren't consciously aware that that is happening often but we can become consciously aware of it but that's what's happening whenever we get flooded with emotion ourselves um so all that's happening is um your child is reminding you of times when you were frustrated too and and when you felt unsupported or upset or anxious or incapable and there was nobody there to support you with it. So then you get flooded with emotion and bang, you're right back there feeling that frustration. You're right in the soup. You're on that emotional roller coaster with your child and it's like, feels like totally out of control. And then on top of that too, we probably have some version Some story running through our head as well about our child. My child should be able to do this for themselves. Like, how are they going to get on in the world if they get frustrated over the smallest thing? Like, why can't they just pull themselves together and deal with this? Oh my goodness, do I have to do everything? It's it's really helpful just to become conscious of what are we telling ourselves. What what's the story that we're telling ourselves? Okay, so what will help? So the more that you can work on your own frustration, then the more you will be able to stay calm in the moment. And be with your frustrated child without freaking out about you know freaking out about whatever it is or getting lost in your own story for me the best way to do that is through listening partnerships there's lots of ways you can do it and there is there is therapy there is talking to a friend there is journaling but what I find really helpful is uh, listening partnerships where you listen to another parent and they listen to you and whenever it's your turn you can talk about how frustrating it is and you can you can you know you can move your body and you can make noises and you can really offload all of that frustration that you're carrying with you and it might lead you back you might down a little path and back into your own childhood and some memories might pop up of things that were frustrating for you or your parents reaction or who was there to listen to you when you were struggling and you know, and um, that can really help to process all of that. Whenever you have a an attentive listener giving you their attention, lending you their their calm, thinking brain in that moment, so you can really process some of this old frustration that keeps getting in the way. So I really recommend that. So that's one thing. That's like the background work. That uh, that it, it's not an easy fix, and there's not something that we can just do to get rid of all of that baggage. We need to we need to work through it, and it takes time and it takes commitment. Um, but it, we can make huge steps forward whenever we really put our focus on the frustration. If you have a listening partnership, you might commit to, um, OK, for the next for the next two or three or four or five sessions, I'm going to really work on this frustration. I'm going to keep coming back to it. I'm going to keep working on it and see if I can really get something to shift. So and you can let your listening partner know that this is what I want to work on. Remind me to come back to this every week. I really want to make inroads on this before I work on other things. So that can be really helpful as well, just to to really put your focus on the frustration. What else can you do? So in the moment, you can do lots of things to stay calm in the moment because it's going to take time to do this emotional work. So there's other things we can do. We don't have to be completely healed to show up and support our children. We're never going to get to that point. So we need to be able to support them now, today. So I think that what really happens, what really helps me is to find ways to stay as calm as I can in the moment. So um, I reassure myself that my child is going to turn out okay. I convince myself, even if I sometimes don't fully believe it, <laughs> um, but I reassure myself that my child is going to turn out okay. Uh, maybe take a few moments when I, when the frustration is coming up. If I have time, maybe take a few moments just to calm my nervous system, to let out a big sigh, maybe to do some breathing, um, maybe to just even notice the weight. Sit down on a chair, lie down on the floor, feel the weight in my body, take a moment to feel grounded. Whatever, and I've done some podcast episodes on this around how to stay calm in the moment. So maybe you can revisit those and um find some ways of of staying calm. Um and remind yourself that, you know, you know, my, my child is capable. They just need a little bit of help with their emotional world. This is not a disaster. We can get through this. So I like to give myself like this little pep talk whenever I remember to do it, give myself a pep talk. I can get through this. My child just needs a bit of help. They're not a bad child. You know, they're not doing this on purpose. They just need my help. And sometimes that's enough just to get me into the right frame of mind to really be able to support my child. Um, and then you know so it is helpful periodically to bring your attention and notice what's going on for you soothe yourself as much as you can and then listen to your child and even if you only manage to listen to their frustration for five minutes you stay if you're able to stay calm um and just listen to them and maybe really quickly you'll get frustrated and if you can you can notice that and try and calm yourself down again maybe just walk away for a few moments and take a breather and then come back in and listen I recommend if they are, you know, if they're trying to destroy something or rip something up or, you know, damage something in their frustration, you need to help them with that. And you can be just really gently, as gently as possible, go in and and um, say, oh, I'm not going to let you rip that up. Let me help you. And really gently maybe put your hands on their hands. Um, that might get a big reaction. Your child might react to that. And that's OK. You just listen through as best you can. The important thing to remember, like, you, and you'll try different things, but but in, in terms of listening and supporting your child through it, but this is a really important thing, right, is that whenever you're listening, what you're going for is you're really going for connection first and foremost. That's your job in the moment. That's what's going to help your child most is you staying calm. And whenever you're feeling calm, you can really go for connecting with your child because when you really connect with them and whenever you can really empathize and, you know, um, help them to to feel your presence and feel your warmth your attention your approval that's what's really going to help them get through it so that's the thing and sometimes you have to try different things so there isn't one formula um but that is the most helpful thing is having that in the forefront of your mind is i need to connect right now with my child right that might be um you know can we getting in close and setting a limit on them you know destroying whatever it is and really. uh making eye contact and just letting them know that you're there so it might just be through that your body language and through your sort of non-verbal cues that you, you know you're there for them and you um are going are here to help them or it might need to be if that doesn't work your child might that might work at all your child might still might still be stuck in the frustration then you try something else you might try a playful approach and i'll talk about that in a little minute your aim is to really connect with them in that moment and you can only do that if you're feeling calm. If you're feeling triggered, then you can't connect. You're not connected to yourself. You can't connect to them. So that's the first priority: is um, is really trying to stay calm yourself. You may need to. As another thing, you might try is is holding the expectation that they can do it. So you might say something like, "I know you can do this," or if they can't do it yet and they're building on building the skills to do something, you could say something like, "I know you can. I know you can do this if you keep trying. I know you can get there." I'm going to stay with you while you try. Um, So you don't want them just to drop whatever it is and walk away. You want to like hold this expectation that they can do it. And if that brings up some deeper feelings of frustration that's okay great they're good they need to get through those feelings of frustration in order to be able to accomplish whatever it is they want to do so what we really want to do is get through the the frustration to the deeper feelings underneath to the fears and the worries and the tears and the sadness and the grief that's underneath this lump of frustration and those are usually the feelings that are really holding them back um so And we get through to those feelings through really deeply connecting with our child and helping them to feel our presence and helping them through the frustration and then listening to whatever is underneath. So keep the focus on connection. I mentioned about play. That's another way that we can connect with our child in the moment and even not even in the moment, outside of the frustration. If this is something that keeps popping up, it's something that you can work on outside of the frustration at other times that's going to help them with the frustration. So what is going to really help, like, first of all, in the moment, what might really help is like this um, vigorous snuggle where you're just like, you know, you're just really reaching for them in whatever way works for your child. It might be really physical. It might be scooping them up and spinning them around and being like, oh, my goodness, I hear you. This is so annoying. Come here. I'm going to. I'm going to snuggle all those frustrations out of you. Come on, let's have a big snuggle. Or it might be a gentler. It might be like, come here. I've got a big hug for you. I know this is frustrating and I'm going to give you a million kisses until you're feeling better or whatever. So the focus is connection, but really just this, we call it the vigorous snuggle. It's just like really surrounding them in um, your love and connection and attention to help them move through it. And that can often bring up some big feelings, which you can listen to. Um. Other playful things to do, probably more outside of the moment, not when they're right in the frustration, but it is using some power reversal games. So um whenever your child is feeling um they feel incompetent and incapable. So if you can take on that role, they are the powerful one who are, who's getting it right, and you're the one who's really frustrated, that can really, really help. And make sure as long as your child doesn't feel like you're mocking them in any way. But just a great one to do is um is getting your child to um, uh, to push you over. So you can just be like, I bet you can't push me over. And they push you and you fall back really dramatically. And you can be like, oh, I can't believe you pushed me over. And you just keep repeating If If you get the giggles going, keep repeating, repeating, repeating. And you know other things um, might just pop up naturally. Like if you're doing something in the kitchen and your child is there and you can't do it and you notice like a little giggle comes out um, you know, if you're trying to open a jar, you can really play it up and be like, oh my God, this jar, I just feel like throwing it on the floor. I'm never going to be able to do this. Another idea is, um, you know, if, if there's something your child is really competent at, like a like maybe a video game or maybe playing football or a, a particular sport or activity, um, and that you, that you can't do, it can be really helpful to set it up that you are doing it with them and you ask them to show you and you get it wrong on purpose and you'd be really silly and, and, and keep dropping the thing or not able to do it. I'm getting this wrong. It can really work well with actually video games where you're going the wrong way and you're your character is dying or failing or and you you get your you invite your child to show you how to do it and they get to be the powerful one that knows how to do something so that can really counter those feelings of powerlessness that they're getting whenever they're trying to learn something new so that can that can help as well and um, another thing you can do a playful thing you can do is to um use like a teddy or a dolly or like one of their toys and have them be the one that is getting frustrated about something. And they're trying to climb the stairs and then they fall down and then they have a little mini tantrum and you're like, they're jumping up and down the stairs and they're getting really annoyed. So you can set up a little scenario like that. And the key there is always to notice what makes your child laugh. And again, if, if they're giggling, if they're laughing about this, keep doing it over and over again. And that's really going to help um, your child with the feelings of frustration at other times. So that's something else to think about. Okay, so I hope that helps. Takeaway message is it's really freaking hard to deal with frustration and to be with your child's frustration. So you're not alone with that. Be super kind to yourself um, and know that in those moments, you are helping your child to be with their emotions um, and you're aiming for the connection, always aiming for connection because your child feels very alone in those moments and they just wanna feel that you're there with them through it. Um, And just to reassure you, you are not raising a tyrant. You're raising a sensitive little soul who needs some help with their big feelings. And you're doing that beautifully and imperfectly. And that is okay. It doesn't have to be perfect. It can be very, very messy. If you manage to listen for five minutes or even two minutes to the frustration, uh, yeah, celebrate that. Um, You know, be really kind to yourself. For those moments and, and notice those times that you you do stay with it oh i stayed with it for 30 seconds amazing then i lost it never mind i'll have another chance tomorrow to continue to support my child with their frustration so i hope that is helpful if this episode has been helpful for you i invite you to share it with a friend and um, that would be that would really help me to reach more people with my podcast and if you're feeling super generous and helpful today I invite you to leave me a review over on iTunes or on Spotify. You can now leave reviews and ratings. You can subscribe. All of that helps me be more visible to other parents who need this help. So I'll see you next time. Thank you so much. Would you like to get your kids listening so you don't have to shout and instead you can start enjoying being a parent? Then pop along to my website, pamtheparentcoach.com or follow the link in the show notes to get signed up to my next virtual masterclass. See you next time.